Greatness shows up after you're tired. We'll say it one more time, man. Greatness shows up after you're tired, not when you're tired. And breakthroughs don't happen until you reach your breaking point. Been there many times, man, that place I didn't want to go on. And I realized that strength can't develop until your strength is gone. You got to keep pushing because character and courage is developed or lost when you decide to keep going or to give up. You see, that's the point. You got to stop and you got to realize that's your breakthrough coming right there because when others that are around you won't, you will be the one that goes ahead. Somebody has to step up and go a little bit farther. Is that somebody you? How many says that's me? I want to go a little farther. Welcome to our new show, Furthermore, where you're going to find education, motivation, and inspiration. I'm Dr. Mark. And I'm Dr. Michelle, and we are here to push you and encourage you to go a little bit farther in all aspects of your life and to do more and become more than you ever thought possible. So education is key. Information is king. But friends, understand that wisdom reigns supreme. So prepare yourself for the latest news and hottest headlines. Truth bombs, amazing guests, relevant and impactful information and life-changing plans. You are being prepared for the best days of your life. So buckle those seatbelt and put those seatbacks in the upright position and prepare yourself for the greatest journey of your life. Right here, right now. On Furthermore. Furthermore. Hey. Thank you for joining us. We are excited to be with you. Obviously, we're going to push you every day we get the opportunity to speak into your lives right here on Furthermore to do better, go further, and do everything you want to achieve in life. Sometimes a little pain, which is pain of information, a pain of truth, can set you free for some gain. We need to cover this hope, health, and freedom with an idea of a passion so that we have nothing that holds us back. We don't want to miss our hope. We don't want to miss our health and we don't want to lose our freedom. So we better get to work folks. And it starts right now, right here on Furthermore. There are three chairs that we're going to talk about tonight in segment one. These chairs are important because when you understand the purposes of these three chairs, it's going to give you a new insight. There's a chair of commitment and compromise. There's one called conflict. What are those three chairs? What do they mean? And finally, folks, which chair are you sitting in right now? I'm sitting in my chair. You're sitting in your chair. But which chair are we really sitting in? Is it commitment? Is it compromise? Or is it conflict, sweetheart? Well, first of all, we kind of probably should go through what each one of them is. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so first of all, let's begin with this chair of commitment. What is a chair of commitment? Let's talk about what commitment is. It's a motivational energy which pushes an individual creatively to use and apply their above average talents in any or one or a multitude of performance areas in their life. They're committed every single step of the way. That means going 100% in, just like Jesus didn't go 80% to the hmm. cross, did he? He went all in. 
That's called commitment. Commitment and the chair of commitment, people that sit in that chair, easy to identify because they are predictable. They are so predictable that you know exactly what they're going to do, where they're going to do it, what they're going to say, where they stand, where they sit, what their opinions are. And predictable habits are going to be part of their characteristics. With predictable habits, you also have consistent and attainable goals that you're achieving. Oh, the chair commitment. It takes courage, man. But realize in that chair, you're out there all by yourself many times where people see you, people can ridicule you, and you won't be with the crowd. In other words, you'll be out there by yourself sometimes. And I learned a powerful lesson a long time ago, sweetheart, before we go to the chair of compromise. I learned that it's better to stand in the right than to stand in the wrong when everybody else is around you. Well, that's right. Why would we want to look like the world when that's not a biblical process? Mm -mm. No, we got to be different. We got to stick out like a sore thumb, so to speak, you know, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, in a positive way, committed people are those to be admired. We all do. Right. But we need to start becoming those people, not just talking about those people, not just identifying those people, but be part of those people. Be one. And when you're in a chair of commitment, you will draw others attention towards you in our world we're going to give god the praise and the glory for that i get it that being out in that chair of commitment is tough but we can do it we don't need to be in the chair of compromise do we no absolutely not compromise is basically a negotiation in which both sides go undecided you don't really know which side you're on yeah you know i was thinking about compromise recently with um you know, we're all aware of these elections that, that we talk about all the time. They, they sort of permeate the news feeds and office conversations. Politics has lent itself to the idea that the politician has to be liked to get your vote. So they will begin to say what they need to say, do what they need to do. But when you're operating with the intent to be liked, hear me, friends, you will begin to find yourself trending down the road of compromise. So the more you operate with this idea of, I want to be liked, I want to be liked, I want to be liked, and you, everybody wants to be liked, I want to be liked too, it feels good, we want to be appreciated. But if you do things and say things with the idea that you want to be liked, and that's your driving force, friend, I guarantee you that compromise will begin to be a part of your life over and over again and compromise will become a pattern and that will get you farther and farther away from that chair of commitment so that chair of commitment is one we want to be in the chair of compromise is one that's easy to identify who wants to be in that chair but the chair of conflict is a little mm. bit more curious to understand boy the chair of conflict a clashing place a sharp disagreement between ideas it's a mental struggle from the needs the drives the wishes or even the demands that are in opposition to what you really think you want. In other words, it's a conflict. Look, I don't want to be conflicted. I want to make a call. To make a decision to stay in the chair of conflict is making a decision to rest in the chair of compromise because you're not making a decision. When you make no decision, friends, that is your decision. So we want you to really identify which chair you want to be in, which chair you're in right now, and make a commitment to gravitate towards the chair of commitment right now. When we get back, we're gonna talk about really key aspect of something that's really getting a hold of America. It's called food addiction. Stay with us.
What do you think about? Oh boy, beast mode. I'm thinking that big tiger that just absolutely is so powerful, is so tough, it absolutely blows your mind. But beast mode, the way we're talking about, is a little bit different, isn't it? Because it's ability to do things that go beyond what everybody else can do. I've experienced tremendous hurts in my younger years. Abandonment, abusive relationships, career ending, injury, and even homelessness. Yes, really. For a long time, I let resentment and unhappiness pile on and keep me from moving forward. So right now, I just want you to know one thing. It's not too late for you. We've talked to many people that have been addicted to drugs and alcohol in our office. And they come in and they want to get off of a new type of addiction. Wait a minute, could there be anything worse than the addictions to drug and alcohol? Well, there is, because even the people that have been released and or freed and are broken the chains of addiction to alcohol and drugs have told us that the addiction to food is more difficult to break than the addiction to those aforementioned things, because they affect the same areas of the brain. Check out this short little video, and then we're going to dive into this idea of how to break food addiction and give you a real plan. Check this out. The addictive foods activate the reward system in the brain, making us crave more of the same food. This causes a loop of craving and reward that leads to eating the same foods over and over, even when it's not good for us. In fact, food addiction involves the same areas of the brain as other addictions, including drugs. As with drugs, sometimes our brains develop a tolerance. They need more and more of the addictive food to satisfy the craving. But how can you tell if you have a food addiction or whether you just really enjoy particular foods? Here are some of the possible warning signs to look out for. Eating certain foods even when you're not hungry. Obsessive cravings for these foods. Repeated binge eating. A pattern of trying and failing to stop overeating. Eating for emotional reasons like stress depression or anger, eating alone to hide your behavior, or eating to the point where you're physically uncomfortable. It really isn't even about how much of a certain food you eat, but how big a space it takes up in your mind and in your life. Also, it's important to know that food addiction and obesity are not the same. They're separate, but sometimes related conditions. Weight gain is a common side effect of food addiction and it can lead to serious health problems linked to obesity. Other side effects of food addiction include digestive disorders, fatigue, depression, guilt, and lowered self-esteem. Remember that food addiction is not a personal failing. It's just a result of the way our brains are wired. The good news is that food addiction doesn't need to control your life. It is treatable. The most important thing I hope you heard from that are maybe threefold. Number one is understand that food addiction is a big time problem. Number two, it acts in the same uh, neurotransmitter pathways as drugs and alcohol. 
And number three, most importantly, is it doesn't have to run or control your life. You've got to understand that to get out of food addiction, you have to begin to focus your attention on something else. What are we going to focus our yes. attention on? Well, how on earth are you going to stop consuming all those highly um, sweet foods, high in carbohydrates, fats, and preservatives? Well, we've got something called Kingdom Fuel. Mm -hmm. Kingdom Fuel is an organic pea protein. It is a complete amino acid score. It's got multivitamins and minerals in it. It has got fiber in it. And it can be found on our website at sherwood.tv forward slash fuel. And we have something extra special for you tonight. We've got a discount code down there at the bottom of the screen. You'll find your discount code FUEL10, which will give you 10% off on your first order to fuel your body with the things that it needs. Not sweetness, saltiness, fattiness, but the right blend of multivitamins and minerals that actually run cellular processes and do a body good. So you're going to wake up every single day with better energy and a higher quality of life. Who doesn't look, want that? Yeah. Look, people today are really addicted to the wrong things. And I want to be addicted to life as opposed to death. And let me just put it like this. Honestly, you know, a lot of people are addicted to death and they find themselves going right down the pathway of a whole bunch of pills. You know, the pills come and the pills start coming. And before long, we're just like, oh my God. So we're going to eat real food and real food is kingdom fuel. So you're really trying to change and or trade an addiction from food that's going to kill you and lead you down the pathway of big pharma. Uh, it's it's like when all these pills start stacking up in your life, before you know it, you can't see anything. My goodness, I love that. I love it when they go away, too. Isn't that a good feeling? Oh, we got to do that one more time. Can we fill up the pill bottle one more time, please? Come on, we can do it one more time. Can't we? This is normal. Fill up the pill bottle because this is what America does. A pill oh. for an ill. Is that God's will? No. No. Hippocrates <laughs> said, let food be my medicine and medicine be thy food. And all the way back to kingdom fuel, we've got the right recipe for you to do a body good. It's a complete meal. It's designed to give you what you need to run your engine right. It's like changing oil in the engine of your car. Instead of filling it up with additives, preservatives, toxic oils, and things that just junk a system <laughs> They kind of really ruin an engine, don't they? Oh, they do. We sell yeah. those inflammatory diseases as a result of the standard American diet, which I heard today has now become the had diet, horrible American diet. Oh, I just call it the death diet. Standard American death is what it is. We we kill ourselves every day by doing dumb things. We have a saying that it's, it's, it's called the dad <laughs> principle. DDAD, uh, not DAD, DDAD. What's it stand for? Don't, don't do, do anything, anything dumb. dumb. There you go. It's like simple. So the dad principle, follow the dad principle. We should make a t-shirt on that. Sweetheart, yeah. I walk out of my office every day and remind <laughs> the people that are still there with the lights on, on your way home, don't do anything dumb. I'm not one of those people that dad, <laughs> right? So we have that on our, our t-shirt, right? The bottom line is folks, we got to have the pills one more time in a minute because this is too cool. I love doing that, right? Because we're going to be able to trade pills. Are you ready? Trade these pills. What do you want to get the pills? Here they come. And as our producer Liz likes to say, Ill? that is worth a boom right there. There they go. They're gone. Or do you want to do kingdom fuel, which actually 
does a body good. It's not a Band-Aid. No. It's actually a source of life. Look, we invented Kingdom Fuel to solve a problem. The problem is people are trusting a pill for an ill. But pill for an ill is not God's will. So we created Kingdom Fuel because it is God's will. God's will is that we live with kingdom principles to do and fulfill his kingdom purposes while we're here on this earth. You can't do that if you're sick all the time because, or addicted all the time. I hear people say, I just keep doing the same old things all the time. Einstein had it best. It is called insanity. It's also called addiction. And it's also called foolishness. We need to change. We need to understand that we can break the food addiction, get out of it's it by you. putting things in like kingdom fuel into our lives. Stay with us. When we get back, we're going to talk about the greatest love that has ever been demonstrated. You don't want to miss this. And when you navigate through these, these economies with people, here's, here's what happens. We want to hold their hand through it. Let them know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge. Because a lot of times when you're struck with fear, fear does two things. Number one, it can paralyze. And, and people just put their head in the sand and say, I'm just going to forget about it. And hopefully it gets better. Or it causes you to make a wrong decision. And this is why we are here, is to help people navigate through the political quagmire nonsense that's going on, the economic malaise and the absolute collapse that we're seeing. And when our freedoms are eroding, our political freedoms, our economic freedoms, our personal freedoms, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, they're all tied together. But you know what doesn't need to erode with that? Our finances. Kirk Elliott, PhD.com forward slash Sherwood. Uh, we sure love Kirk Elliott. He does a great job. Uh, people have asked, is, is that just a commercial? No. I actually trust him. We know him personally. He views that when he's given the opportunity to care for something, someone's uh, wealth or finances, he doesn't view it as Mark and Michelle property. He's told me this. He goes, no, no, no. This is God's property, and he trusts it like that, so he runs it like a ministry. And I really appreciate the integrity therein behind it, because we are in some rougher waters. We're at a place in time in history, folks, where the uh, spouting and spewing and demonstrative actions of hate is very profound and very open, very overt in our environment right now. Hatred has no foothold in the foundations of America, nor should it have a foothold in the foundations of godly people. Hatred, therefore, is really the opposite. You know, if you hate somebody in your heart, you, you know, you're like it's like you're killing them already. You know, they don't have to go out and murder them, but hatred is really a form of murderous uh, thoughts, which can permeate your own life. There is a love that's greater than any human emotion can experience. I'm not talking about just the romantic love. I love my queen. I think she's so hot and beautiful, especially in the beast mode commercial when she, rawr, I love that. That's so cool, right? But the bottom line is I love it when she does that. And I love her dearly. And we love our producer, Liz, dearly. She's amazing. However, there's a love that's greater than this. And it's found in the Bible, which is great. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for his friends. That's found in John chapter 15, verse 13. The only way that soldier that you see kneeling right there can actually 
show honor and show that love is there's a there's a cause that is greater than anything that one can describe on the earth it's a cause that says i'm willing to die for a principle i'm willing to die and take a stand on a hill even though it may kill me for a cause that's greater than and more important than my life so this idea of love is exactly what jesus demonstrated when he went to the cross remember that when he was in the garden before he went to the cross, he had all the feelings of humanness. And he was asking his father, is there any way that you can take this cup from me? And he asked three times. And I, I guess God said three strikes and go to the cross. But the bottom line is we're supposed to go. So Jesus finally said, yet not my will, but yours be done. So he was I diverting that to his father's will and purposes. Yes, he was. And it's very important to understand that. When my wife and I are in the mission of serving people, which we are, um, some days are hard, man. Some days get so difficult, but we keep the processes in mind of why we're doing it. So the why becomes the lead and the why becomes more powerful than any emotions that can well up inside you that says no. So when your emotions are saying, heck no, I don't want to go, the, the will, the why pushes you and says, Yes, no is not an option. Go is the direction I'm going to go. So folks, we got to understand that when you really get into it with the idea of the will to fight and the will to win, we've got to be more like Jesus. And the only way to really do that is to have a relationship with him. That's what drives us every day, doesn't it? That's right. It's like servanthood. And at the end of the day, we always remember who we're working for. That helps us understand who we're working with. And we show up every day with a servant's heart. Hmm. And truly, we do lay down our lives for our friends, the people that come to us for care. And we're trying to lead this generation in a new way, a way that transforms lives from the inside out. We want to eradicate all self-imposed chronic sickness and disease. And that really takes us helping people face themselves. They have to look at themselves in the mirror. Mm -hmm. the, the, the person most chronic sickness and disease is caused by the person looking back at themselves in the mirror. That is so true. And a lot of people struggle with the greatest problem we have in our world. It's the greatest epidemic, pandemic we've ever had. Next time we're gonna talk about how to lose weight. We don't wanna be part of the obesity crisis, do we? We're gonna give you the keys that you need to get free from the addiction of food that results in excessive, excessive fat loss. Folks, I want you to stay with us. We look forward to seeing you next time on Furthermore. Yes, but we're we going to really end in a powerful way tonight, a way that will cause you to shudder with your emotions. You may shed a tear. I think so. So prepare yourself. We'll look forward to seeing you next time. Don't go away with, check out this short video. Bye for now. President Trump, I would like to say that the greatest honor of my life has been to wage this battle with you. I have been prouder of being a Marine than anything I have ever done in my life.
having a hand in some small way in fighting for my country has meant the world to me. There is no greater honor for me to have great men like you leading this country back to its foundation and back to God. Because Nick Trump, I have no doubt in my heart and in my mind that you will be perhaps the greatest president in the history of our country. It appears that I am now out of ammunition, but I continue to fight with my last breath. Dying is the comforting part. If you know who your God is, and you know that he holds your hand, and I do, I praise God for a wonderful life. So many wonderful blessings that I have known. I have one request, sir, and that is give them hell. Simplify. God bless. This is not something that is a Mark idea and a Michelle idea. This is a God idea. This thing right here has a two-year shelf life. When we think about the problems we have in America with our food supply, what are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Stock up on something that's going to help you. This is organic pea protein, greens and reds, fibers, and multivitamins and minerals. It will stay good for two years. How many have wondered what you're going to eat if things go south? Kingdom Fuel right here. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.